This is the Realm of Agape Christian Church. Turn with me to Luke 4, 14. I'm reading in the King James Virgin to your hearing, where it says, And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him throughout all the region round about. Father God, we thank you for your word. Please illuminate, cause revelation, make a spiritual germination happen in the center of our soul. We know that you have prepared the soil of it. Lord, you've done all the work graciously for us to have that preparation Wherewithal we will receive the word of God, the living, breathing word of God in faith and let it sprout, let it germinate, sprout and, be, and make us become fruitful, Lord. You're able in Jesus' matchless name. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We see Jesus here traveling, traveling about as this scripture reveals he was about his father's business, his heavenly father's business. And when we see Jesus as revealed in his incarnate state, Emmanuel, God with us, put in man's flesh, he's showing us a picture of the character of God. Jesus said, when you look at me, you have seen the father. He was about his father's business. As modern-day disciples, we too ought to be about the Heavenly Father's business. We have to learn to make the Jesus journey our purpose for living as we thrive in the essence of spirit-empowered pilgrims. Are you a spirit-empowered pilgrim? So journeying this earth, let's talk about that for a minute. The essence of spirit-empowered pilgrims. Here we are in this season of thanksgiving. And um, before Halloween came, some of the stores had Christmas trees already in the aisles. People had not even carved the proverbial turkey yet. But we're here in this season called Thanksgiving and I'm not sure if all Americans have the repertoire of mentality to realize the implications, the historic meaning behind this holiday season. But we're looking at the people of God as those traveling through time to get to eternity you have to have the ticket of eternity already transformed in your soul. It's not a material, physical world ticket. Get your ticket and get on board. There's a train coming. My dad used to sing, I'm going home on the morning train. Evening train. It's going to be too late. I'm going home on the morning train. Jesus will crack the this sky open, amen, it will split open and he will come forth and call his own people up. Thank God. I want to be one of them. 
But we got to be ready. Be ye also ready. Not be found getting ready. Lest we be as those in the scripture where it reads, there were five wise and five foolish virgins. Which company will you keep? But I thank God for Jesus, how he showed us how to journey through this quagmire of life called time. It's a journey of faith, and, and, and we have to learn how to walk the walk of Jesus. What is the essence or the characteristic, if you will, of spirit-empowered pilgrims? If Jesus is your Lord, we like calling them that, Lord, and sometimes give them a nickname, Lordy, whatever that means. If he is your Lord, then you must not only hear, receive, and believe his words, you must also achieve them. People on a journey are making some kind of achievements in a progressive manner as they walk forward, you know, God's Spirit will enable us to flow and not fight with him. We have to learn how to flow and not what? Fight against him. The Lord's sheep do not behave as rebellious goats. God's prophecy of us being spirit-empowered pilgrims must be a reality if we intend on being effective Christians. And if we look in the scripture in Acts 1.8, we see where it reads, and Jesus is speaking, but ye shall receive power. He's prophesying. Ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Jesus was never a hypocrite. He always preached what he practiced. No, I didn't make a mistake. It's easy for folk to say, practice what you preach, but people could uh, preach that which they are not practicing. Jesus was always able to preach what he was practicing. He wasn't a hypocrite. Jesus defeated Satan's temptations as he sojourned in the wilderness, returning back in town with the power of the Holy Spirit, and then continued his pilgrim journey to be about his father's business. What was the result? You know, the heavenly father exalted him ultimately. Are you willing to be empowered by the Holy Spirit at the expense of being a stranger to the secular world that we are living in like Jesus did? Do you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit to become an effective witness, always motivated according to God's will on earth as it is in heaven? You know, 1 Peter 2.11 helps us with this thought because the epistles explain my God. It says here in verse 11, Dearly beloved, he's talking to the people of God, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. 
We see all the time in the culture we are living in a sensuously charged culture. Everything of sensuality is being used all throughout the marketplace. And they say sex sells. So you have to have a sex appeal just to sell a car, just to sell a quart of milk, just to sell Tic Tacs, just to sell lip balm, lip quencher. My God, you have to have sex appeal. But this is all according to our fleshly lusts. We're drawn and enticed by the lusts that we have in us that we meditate upon. And psychology knows how we tick. They find out. They work like the devil. They study us so that they can move us from the inside out and they can hook us in our soul and pull us on into the store, especially this time of year where, where Friday will be black. But as an African-American, Friday, every Friday is black for me. But that's another message. But folks are going to be pulled in to buy this and buy that, stuff they may not necessarily need. But they're getting ready for the other marketing scheme, the holiday, where, my God, uh, the portly fella from the North Pole will come with his dancing deer upon your roof and somehow fit himself into a chimney, sometimes that doesn't exist, and will bring you things. But look at First Peter helping us to know the real deal in the heavens. God is up to something else, and he has always been about it. He's revealed it in the Old Testament and now explaining it in the New. First Peter chapter 2 reveals five distinguishing characteristics of spirit-empowered pilgrims, not fleshly-empowered people, not market-driven souls but spirit-empowered pilgrims. If you are a spirit-empowered pilgrim, then you ought to be growing. Verses 1 through 3 tell us that. Verses 4 through 8 tell us you ought to be building, developing, and maturing. Verses 9 through 10 tell us you ought to be sacrificing and worshiping. Amen? Verses 11 and 12 tell us you ought to be abstaining. And finally, in verses 13 through 25, you ought to be submitting. What are verses 1 through 3 quickly telling us in a synopsis? That we ought to be growing. Just as a baby has an appetite for the mother's milk, so the child of God has an appetite for the father's word. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. If you lose that appetite and stop growing, check to see if any of the sins listed in verse 1 are infecting your life. What are verses 4 through 8 telling us about building, developing, and maturing? You see, God is building a temple out of living stones, according to Ephesians 2, 19 through 22. And we are privileged to be a part of it. Are you a lively stone fit together jointly with your brothers and sisters in the Lord? Are we built on Jesus Christ so there is no way the temple can be destroyed? Are we? 
If we're built on the flesh, it will be destroyed. Because if you build on sand, great will be the fall of your building. And if God is not building it, you're building it in vain. Uh, verses 9 through 9 and 10, sacrificing and worshiping, what are they telling us? Each believer is a priest before God and can bring sacrifices to the Lord through Jesus Christ. Some people try not to have a relationship with God because they don't want to submit, but they're going to still try to be a priest. They're going to act like Saul. My God, it didn't wait for, for the prophet Samuel. He's just going to go ahead and be a priest. He wasn't a prophet. He wasn't a priest, but God made him a king because that's what the people wanted. He told them and warned them and taught them against it, but they said, nay, God, we want the king like the other folk got. They were driven by their own flesh. They weren't spirit-empowered pilgrims. My God, we will fail when we go our own way. God knows the way. We only grope in darkness and we cannot fathom or think of the marvelous things that God has for us. We can't understand them all, but we have to trust him. And in trusting him like that, we begin to worship him as Lord. And, and then we can begin to proclaim his virtues to a lost world. So many don't have that testimony. They're not overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the words of their testimony because they don't have the right testimony because God has not set them free from sin. They're still drowning in sin, so they can't help pull somebody up because they're right down in the mud with everybody else. See, that is what God called Israel to do in Exodus 19, 1 through 9. But guess what? You know, they failed. Are we also failing? Now, verses 11 and 12 uh, show us a red light. Growing, building, developing, maturing, sacrificing, and worship, those are all green lights. Here we are with the first red light in 1 Peter 2. 1 Peter 2 and 1 shows us the sins. They were listed, wherefore laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies. God knows there's a catalog of hypocrisy, so he calls them hypocrisies. And envies and all evil speakings. And in the NCV, New Century Version, it sounds like this. So then rid yourself of all evil, all lying, all hypocrisy, jealousy, and evil speech. As strangers whose citizenship is in where? Heaven. We are carefully watched by the world, you know, and we must live to glorify God. It may be difficult today, but it will be worth it all when Jesus returns. Hallelujah. Anyhow. So, yes, let the Holy Ghost lead you to abstain from that which destroys the decor of the temple, your body, his temple, your body, can have the wrong decor if you allow 1 Peter 2 and 1, all of those vices come in and destroy the whole environment. Now, let's look at another green light. The last part of uh, 1 Peter 2, verses 13 through 25, is all about submitting. What is God saying? Peter's counsel is that Christians be good citizens and employees so that God will be glorified. Check that out. 
Why should a devil worshiper or someone who scoffs at God, thumbs their nose up at God, or maybe a pretty good person but still don't want to submit to Jesus as Lord, why should they have such a glorious record at work and you, the Christian, who knows how to get a prayer through, knows about the Holy Ghost, speaks with tongues fluently, my God, has all of these giftings from the Spirit of God, but have the worst record at work? We need to watch ourselves. My God, you could see Jeremiah's advice to the captives in Jeremiah 29 about that. They were messing up big time. They needed to shine the light of their God, not just, you know, fit in into the world's perspective, but have the heavenly perspective. The example for us to follow ultimately is Jesus Christ, who submitted even to the point of death my God, yet submitting. He had the power of the Holy Ghost that he depended on, and we have to depend on the power of the Holy Ghost. We must move in the power of God. God sends his spirit so that we can live a victorious life. But the problem here, we have free will. We could shut the spirit out and put them on timeout and say, no, flesh got this here one, and we could go cowabunga on into the flesh zone. My God, but God is telling us every single day you have to make a new assessment and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Next day come, do the same thing. Amen. His praise should continuously, what? Be in your mouth. Not all up in the strip club. Tell me, shake it up, baby. That's not his words uh, being, you know, come on. That's not his words coming out of your mouth. That's the flesh words. That's the hellbound words. And you don't even have to go to the red light district no more. You could be right in your room having every whore and whoremonger all in your living room while you sit on the lazy boy couch or all up in your bed. And you could be traveling everywhere you go. We used to say, take the Lord along with you everywhere you go. Take the Lord along with you everywhere you go. Now we take the phone along with us everywhere we go. Take your phone along with you everywhere you And you got WWW, worldly wide world, wicked wide world, whatever you want to call it. My God, and we're just going in there strumming up. This is the day that the world has made. I will digress and fall down in it. Let's just get down with it. You're going to get down. You keep on looking down. That's where your heart is headed. Down, down, down. The devil fell a few times. God kicked him out and he fell again. He was like, oh, 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 he fell a few times. Read through the scripture. And uh, the, 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 the prophets were able to see, oh, isn't that the great one that, that did this and that to the nations? Oh, he down there. Look at him. He way down. My God, but guess what? If we're privy to his vices and flowing them in some kind of funky demonic fellowship, we're going to be right down there with him. But I don't know about you, uh, when I think about these things and the goodness of Jesus and all he could do for me, my soul begins to, amen, say, you know, hallelujah. I'm going to thank God for saving me. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thanks for giving to me salvation so rich and free. Thank you, Lord. And act like we're thankful. 
When the devil come bringing you something, we got to have some kind of scripture. Our main, amen, uh, uh, a favorite gun that we go to, our go-to gun. Some scripture got to be there where you could shake the devil off because we fall so easily at times. The devil studied us. He knows our little weakness. He knows how to trigger that thing. And, and we got to let Jesus come in and rewire us so the devil can't, can't set that trigger off. When the devil come pushing it, I said, he pushed the button. He said, I said, wait, I said, why the button ain't working? I said, Jesus, Jesus looking at him going, Jesus in the corner going, mm -mm -mm. don't you know, they have been renewed. I renewed their mind by the washing of my word. And my word will do what it came to do, and it will never fail. Hallelujah. But it's up to us to let the word come and let the word do what the word came to do. If we don't let the word do what the word came to do, the word can't do what it came to do. And we're going to block our heart from having the, the effects of life, liberty, and the pursuit of Jesus. All up in our heart, mind, body, soul, spirit, and our substances, everything we own. We got to let it glorify God. Okay, if you had all the money in the world, had the best computers in the whole wide world, you blink your eye, a computer come right up and show you everything and bring everything to your screen. Make sure you're not bringing all kind of demonic things. We could say yes or we could say no to the Lord. We could say yes or we could say no to the devil. We got to make the right choices, y'all. Guess who's going to help us make the right choices? The Holy Ghost. Think about the Holy Ghost. He's a little finicky. I'm sorry, but he is. Uh, he's like a dove, and doves get frightened quickly. You go, boo, they, go, they just fly out of there. Thank God. The Holy Ghost is gentle. He wants us to come whisper. Come have a rendezvous. Come on, let's sing together. Come on, let's talk together about the Lord. Let me give you your holy memory now. Let me give you a new mind. Think on these things. Let me show you virtuous of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise think on these things my god it's not the x-rated things that the devil's saying is the good thing hallelujah you know the lord is a, is a, is a wonder he delivers people can stand up and say i'm delivered while he's still delivering well we, we could be like them addicts uh, i'm recovering I'm recovering. Yes, I don't drink. I haven't drank in so many years. Yes, I'm still recovering. They have to say, I'm recovering. Hallelujah, God. We got to learn how to say, I'm recovering. God is helping me recover. Hallelujah. He's covering me back up again. We're going to let the Holy Ghost cover us. Cover me. Wash me clean. Cover me, Lord. I lost my covering. Recover me. Hallelujah, I got to recover. I got to recover. The Lord knows you're going to look at that Playboy book again. Turn to that www.naked.com. He knows you're going to go there again. He knows you're going to steal again from work when nobody looking up. I got that. Yep, let me go on about that. I got it. My God, making up stuff on the tax return. God knows all the stuff we do. We saw the lady sitting kind of precariously over there, and, and her thigh went up. You see some of her drawers, and you kept, kept looking till you could see what color they were. My God, the devil makes us do these things. Looking between the man's uh, 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 leg instead of between his ears. My God, we, we do these things. 
Oh, preacher, why you got to talk about all that, though? This is the pulpit. This is the holy house of God. We think Jesus did when he went to the house of God. He had to preach against the hypocrites. Hey, hallelujah. He called them sepulchers. That means a grave. He said, y'all walking around like y'all got life and life all abundantly. You're nothing but a grave. My God. He said, you're a whited wall. They got all that dirt under there. They didn't wash the wall. They white, put white paint over it. It still was dirt under there. It's like putting on deodorant and you're behind funky. You still putting on cologne and didn't take a bath. That's what Jesus told them they were doing. Hypocrites. We got to get right. Hallelujah. Preachers need to get right. Lord, get me right until I uh, preach what I practice, Lord. Everything I practice, help me to be able to preach everything I practice. Because God got some stuff covered up. Hallelujah. He is a cover, hey, of, of all the sins. Hallelujah. Thank God. And we like to hide, you know, and do this and that. And, but I'm about Jesus. Amen. I ain't, I ain't trying to rape nobody coming up in here. I'm not trying to fleece the saints. I know how to keep the money where it belongs. I want to be a man of God. Hallelujah, God. I want to live right. Hallelujah, God. I got just as much access to all kind of foolishness like everybody else. But I got to say no in the Holy Ghost. Help me to say no, Lord. I need verses 11 and 12 of 1 Peter 2, the abstaining power of the Holy Ghost. Then when I have that, I could grow better. I could build and develop and mature better. I could sacrifice. God said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body as a what? Living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. He said, and that's basically how you need to be if you're going to be in me. He said, your reasonable service. That means that's what you're supposed to be. Submitted unto him. Your whole life is worship. You get up, my God, go to work. That should be worship. But that's a secular job. No, you got to do right. This is the day the Lord has made. And Lord, help my feet to be guarded and guided by you as I go through and do what this job needs me to do. Help me to do it right, Lord. Don't be trying to take all them extra breaks. Do it right, Lord. Don't paint a picture and change facts that weren't done. Help us to do it right, Lord. Stop living a lie, Lord. We can lie all day and act like we told the truth, but God sees the difference. We got to abstain through the Holy Ghost. When we're able to do that, then God's Spirit will stay put and we will stay submitted. Submit, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. What's the first step? Submit. Then God gives you the knowledge, the understanding, the power, the encouragement, the covering, the guarding, the guiding. My God, he fills you up with the power of the Lord Jesus, who said, I came to what? Destroy the works of the devil. And if we do that... God Almighty, yes, we will be resisting the devil. And then what will the devil do? He will know he has no way in that way. No, that's, that's, Jesus fixed that. He has repaired the breach. And you can't come in. I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. Hallelujah, God. He will flee. He will try to find another opportune time. He will study you some more. Oh, I found another crack in the character. Let's work on that. 
or he'll try to do some kind of other way where he's doing a third party thing and they come. My God, oh, he'll set up a whole situation, a whole institution that you're working in. Change the laws of government and see how you're going to do with that. Well, the whole government doing it, now you got to do it. But if it's against God, they're saying curse Christ, I'm going to say no, I'm going to have to go to jail on this here one. How many of y'all going to do that? Notice that there are four green lights in the scripture that I just read, and only what? One red one. When we start making deals with the devil, there are many other worthwhile things we can indulge in to please God and to promote spiritual health in ourselves and in others. Amen? You know, if we live victoriously as Christians, uh, if we're, if we're going to do that, um, in other words, effectively uh, live in an uncompromising way as practitioners of the most holy faith, then we must comply with the terms of our master, Christ Jesus. He truly mastered the way of the Holy Ghost empowered pilgrim. Is that what you want to do? The will of the Heavenly Father must be the will of his sojourning children on earth. We must do what he says to experience success in growth, maturity, Worship, abstinence, and submission. This should motivate us to want the cleansing power of Jesus' sacrificial worship of the Father. We got to sacrifice every day. We're going to feel urges, but we got to let the Holy Ghost come in and say, Lord, sever that wire. I thought that wire wasn't live anymore. I need you to kill that wire. Don't give the devil access. Oh, kill that wire. Make that wiring null. Nullify it, Lord. Oh, God. Nullify it in Jesus' name. God will cut that wire. My God. And the devil won't have any means of coming in and tripping you up. Setting you up, tripping you up, setting you off, getting us off course. My God, let Jesus repair the breach. It's a miracle of his all-efficacious blood. The blood sacrifice of Christ is yet effective. Why? Because Jesus is alive. His blood is not dead. His blood will never die. Why? He's eternal. Hallelujah. He submitted to the Father's will, but he, amen, will never submit to the failure of being a finite, blemished lamb. That's what the devil wants us to be, a blemished lamb. Lord, help us until we are a lamb of God without spot and blemish. We need the perfection of the Holy Ghost to come in. Do a work on me, Lord. Go in every closet, Lord, that I have closed and sealed and say, Jesus need not apply. No, let him come in. His perfection will continue to light our way through all eternity. We got to get from earth to glory, y'all. We're on a pilgrim journey. The power of the life of God is available to us. It's available to us so that we can be saved by him. We can be cleansed by him. We can be regenerated by the Holy Spirit to live as the conquering Christians we ought to be with an eternal essence, y'all. 
victoriously moving through time on our way to heaven as a spirit-empowered pilgrim. Somebody stand with me and bless the name of the Lord for his available power, the power of his spirit prevail. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. He's able. He's able. We of the realm of Agape Christian Church pray that the Holy Word of God has richly blessed your soul. To send prayer requests, use the contacts page of our website, www.roagape.org. We need your continued prayers and financial support to maintain this ministry. You can also find a secure means of donating on our website. God bless you. Thank you.